0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Not Sam Wrestling. It's Sam Roberts, and while you're here, I wanted to ask you, if you'd like to support the podcast, please do so, and you can do it for free. Wherever you're listening, just make sure that you're subscribed and you're downloading the show every week. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a five-star rating. If you're listening on Apple, a five-star rating and a pleasant review goes a long way, and if you want to see some of this action, Subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash notsam wrestling. New uploads going up every week. Uh, if you want to contribute a little bit more and you want even more content, you can go to patreon.com slash notsam wrestling, where you can get a bonus show every week. You can get this show ad-free and early. Everything we do in the Not Sam studio live, so you can be there with us. We do Zooms every week. It's great. Whatever you choose to do, just enjoy. Today's program. Today on Not Sam Wrestling, EC3 is on the show. Is WWE going TV14, and what does Biggie's future look like? This is Not Sam Wrestling.
1: This is Not Sam Wrestling.
0: Introducing your host from New York. Here is Sam Roberts. Oh yes! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nazi. I'm Wrestling. I'm very, very excited. Getting ready to pack up later this week, a couple of days from right now at the time of this recording, and head to San Diego to be a part of San Diego Comic Con this year. The first time in two years that they're actually doing San Diego Comic Con uh, in person, and there is so much wrestling stuff going on. So I'll be there, obviously, to check out uh, everything that Mattel's got. Uh, and and to host WWE's Mattel Comic-Con panel. Uh, but uh, there's also AEW is there doing their own panel. I don't know, I think on Saturday. And then uh, I think, I know that there's an exclusive dropping, so I would imagine that Jazzwares, the company that makes AEW figures, will be there. Uh, I know that uh, Hawkins and Ryder, uh, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona, We'll be out there representing the major wrestling figure podcast. And we'll have a panel, I think, on Friday for the major bendies, their own toy line that they've come out with. And, and, yeah, and who knows what else is going to happen. So I'm very, very excited. And I'll tell you that uh, I got very, very lucky. Mattel showed up big on my doorstep late last week. It hasn't been released yet. But if you are at all interested in this, you better be on top of it. Because Mattel uh, announced their WWE Comic-Con exclusive. Now, last year, they had... I think I have it here. Yes. Last year, they had this amazing uh, Ultimate Sergeant Slaughter exclusive. It was the first Ultimate Edition exclusive that came in the box. Then you open it and the packaging and everything. There's accessories down here. I've only got one. That's why I haven't opened it. I need to get another one to tell you the truth. The year before that, there was an exclusive uh, Mr. T figure. It was the first Mattel Mr. T figure, and it was in this incredible packaging. The year before that, so three years ago or four years ago, uh, it was the Slim Jim Macho Man that actually came... I guess I don't have mine over here right now. It came in a Slim Jim box and you opened it up and it was Macho Man with the red and yellow jacket, with the red and yellow hat, with the glasses, holding, figure, holding two Slim Jim packages. And I honestly, like, as much as I like the uh, Slaughter and as much as I like the Mr. T figure from two years ago, I kind of was like, okay, Mattel's just never going to beat the... Slim Jim Macho Man. And I honestly think that they did it this year. This is the exclusive. It's it's going to be available at San Diego Comic-Con if you're going in person. If not, then uh, I want to say the 22nd. I don't know. You can, you can check Mattel Creations for all the dates. But it is going up on MattelCreations.com. It's going to sell out immediately. So jump on there and try to get it because it's not going to last. It is an Ultimate Edition... Rip and Zeus, Hulk Hogan and Zeus, two pack. And the box, you know, this No Holes Barred is, of course, the film that, uh, I mean, it, it was WWE's first dip into filmmaking where Hulk Hogan played this wrestler named Rip. It was very, very similar to Hulk Hogan in his style. Uh, Except he wore blue and white instead of red and yellow. And at one point, and the TV executives were trying to control him. And at one point, he grabbed the TV executives by the lapels. And he was threatening him. And the guy goes, "Ah, ah, ah," And Hogan goes, What's that smell? And the guy starts crying. And he goes, The reason I bring that up is because one of the heads, Hulk Hogan comes with three heads, this figure. Has three different heads with three different facial expressions on it. And one of the facial expressions is the I Smell Dookie face. Um, but Noel's Holds was, of course, released theatrically in the late 80s. Then, and, and this really lets you know how wild things were in the 80s. Uh, Rip was obviously a fictional character based on Hulk Hogan. Zeus was a completely fictional character played by Tiny Lister who would go on to be Debo from Friday. And he was the very intimidating convict in The Dark Knight who threw the uh, bridge blow up bomb out the window. But most people know him as Debo. Uh, Or Zeus from No Holes Barred. And once it was out of theaters, WWE uh, decided to put on a pay-per-view. And it was called uh, No Holes Barred, The Movie, The Match and they would, you would buy it on pay-per-view, it'd be like $20. And at a house show, they literally did Hulk Hogan versus Zeus, as if Zeus, I mean, it's like it's Jack Slater from The Last Action Hero, jumping right out of the screen and into real life. That, it, Zeus, the character from the movie was in the WWE to wrestle Hulk Hogan. So you would watch this movie, a fictional movie, and then right after the movie on pay-per-view, the match would come on and it would be like a steel cage match and it's Hulk Hogan versus Zeus. So not only does Rip have to get through him, but now Hogan does. And then of course, Zeus would also take part in SummerSlam 1989 when it was uh, uh, Hogan and Macho, the mega powers versus Zeus and uh, Ted DiBiase, I believe. And then uh, Zeus might've had something to do with Surviv- uh, Survivor Series 89 that year as well before uh, trailing off into the sunset. But this two-pack is absolutely Zeus from the film, as it's Rip as well from the film. Uh, and it's shaped like a giant VHS box. Uh, obviously, it's much bigger than a standard VHS because it's a Ultimate Edition two-pack. Uh, but then you open up the box, and the inside... Now, the figures aren't in this anymore because I already opened them up. I'll show them to you. The figures are on the inside. It looks like a VHS tape on the inside. And then you pull down the VHS tape and there are the figures inside and there's a background that looks like the TV studio and the base, it's a cardboard base that's pictured with the fringe, the the silver fringe that the two stood on in the TV studio in the movie. But inside that base are all the accessories that this thing comes with. I'm talking extra hands. I'm talking, I think Zeus has two heads Hogan has three heads. They each have removable headbands. Hogan has the championship title that Rip wore in the movie, which is the the white-winged eagle. Uh, Rip's got the removable shirt. Zeus has the removable jacket. Zeus has, like, uh, a couple of sets of hands. So here's Zeus. Um, and he really is unbelievable. He's got the Z shaved into his head. He comes with this removable jacket and everything. And, I mean, I, I just can't get enough of the fact that this figure even exists. He's big, he's intimidating, he's got his belt that's removable, the headband is removable, and he's got one face scan where he's like, just looking very intimidating. And then the other face scan is this, the kind of screaming Zeus face scan. And then of course the other figure in this two pack is Hulk Hogan as Rip He's got the Tearaway rip-em t-shirt. Uh, and this is like the coolest part to me. Of course, he's got the blue boots, the white knee pads. He's got the rip rip-em headband that's removable. He's got uh, one head that's him like smiling like this. He's got one head looking serious. And then as I said, he's got the other head that he's making the face that smells like Dookie. He's got the removable cross on everything. But what I love is the hand. So, uh... Rip, for whatever reason, Hogan never used it. No other wrestler used it. But Rip had a rip-em hand gesture. And it was basically the Jimmy Snuka, I love you, except the index finger was bent at the knuckle. So that's how you do Rip'em, brother. And the Rip figure actually comes with two hands that are in the rip-em, rip Rip'em, brother symbol. I mean, I I to me they've actually done it. They've gone ahead and they've beaten Slim Jim Macho Man. Uh I don't I don't know where they'll go from here. I don't know how Mattel beats this, but I'll tell you right now. I opened this one cuz I had to get it open. I mean, it's too cool. I'm absolutely going to Comic-Con. The first step that I take before they have me shoot anything is going right to the booth and saying, I need to buy at least one, if not two more, of these two packs. And then I might try to get another one online anyway, because they're going to be so great. But I love them. Mattel, like, knocked it out of the park with these. It's just, it's awesome. Uh, Before we get to EC3 this week, a couple of things uh, happened. There was big news going around that uh, the WWE was going to go TV-14. And whether that would be a big difference for the company, would this be a difference maker and something that we were all looking for? And man, I have to tell you, first of all, I don't even know if it's happening, right? Because the first report came out, I think Andrew Zarian reported it, who I, I like him, I think, uh, I think. He, uh, uh, he reported that uh, as of July 18th, which is tonight, Uh, Monday Night Raw was going to be TV 14 for the first time since whenever. And people started losing their minds. And then a rumor floated that it was going to go TV 14, but it's not going to be this week. And then another rumor floated that it's not going to go TV 14. And it's just, nobody knows for sure. But the conversation is wide open. And I don't know, like, of course, this could be the big difference maker, right? But in my mind, I think it's naive to think that, WWE as a product is defined by its television rating. That there's a lot that it wishes as a product that it could do that it simply can't do because it's a TV PG rated product. I think that maybe they'll try to throw a shit or two in there like Dynamite does. You know, I, I still don't think they're gonna put blood on the screen. I, I I don't I think WWE has made a choice to be the product that it is, and that product is rated T V PG. I think if they bring it up to a TV 14, you might see language get stressed uh, stretched slightly. But I don't think that the WWE product changes one iota because SmackDown remains the same. Pay-per-views have not changed like the the content that you expect to see on a on a pay-per-view is not so dramatically different from the content on Raw. You wouldn't say that a pay-per-view is rated TV-14, but Raw is rated TV-PG. You know, I, I don't think that they're acquiescing to a, a, a channel's request when they see that it's rated TV-PG. I think that if, if the rating got bumped up, if we didn't read that story, it would probably be weeks before any of us noticed it in the corner. Oh, is it TV-14 now? When did that happen? Because nothing would change. Because the reason WWE is what the WWE is, because the WWE has chosen to be what the WWE has chosen to be. And that's it. You know, I mean, I I, I think because they want to appeal to different advertisers and they want to appeal to different audiences and they want families to be able to watch the show and they want kids to come to the live events and they want, you know, they want all of that. They want to go big, big, big and cast the widest net. And I don't think that has anything to do with a TV rating. So I think that... that, And I'm sorry to be the bummer. I'm sorry to be the one who has to say it. But I don't have not seen any evidence that would lead me to believe that if a TV rating on Monday Night Raw has changed, that the show would be dramatically different. You know? Now, you know, I, I know that there have been times where they've experimented with adding edgier parts to the show. Maybe... We get to a point, I know that there was a point where there was a a talk of maybe making uh, the third hour of Raw edgier, like the first two hours of Raw would be family friendly. And then that third hour would would be a little bit of an edgier product that, you know, when they were like doing uh, Raw underground and stuff like that, like maybe there's there's going to be some kind of uh, uh, experimentation with the product and its presentation in that way. But I think what a lot of people are talking about when they think about a change uh, going to TV 14 is an entire philosophical change within the company. And I think that if that were coming, it would be it would be through like an announcement, like when Vince went on TV and announced that, you know, we don't believe in good guys and bad guys and talking about insulting our intelligence and shades of gray and all that stuff. That's how you knew things had changed. Ruthless aggression. It started with a promo like that. These are company philosophies, not just a, Hey, the TV rating is different. So we're going to do different stuff. I think ultimately the WWE is a very strong brand identity. And if they're changing their brand identity, it's not going to be about a number behind TV on one of their shows It's going to be about the idea that they've decided that it's going to be financially more beneficial to move in a different direction. That's still possible. But I don't think it's going to happen because of a TV rating. Uh, And then before we get to EC3, let's get to another E. Let's get to Big E. Um, Big E did an interview for TMZ Sports where he was just giving an update on his condition. And I mean, frankly, it's like a big, I don't know. You know, we're going to check again. several months down the road and see where we're at. A broken neck is nothing to mess around with. And a headline was made. I saw it on the squared circle subreddit that uh, Big E said, if he can't get back in the ring, he has, you know, he he has found peace. And I get that. And in the context in which he said it, he said that that's just the type of person that he is. If he was wheelchair bound, he would have to find peace with the fact that that's what his life was like. Like the, that, that whatever result, is in front of him, he will find a way to make the best of his life going forward within that context. Which is the only way to do things. I mean, it's a, it's a philosophy that I I deeply 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 respect. It's one of the reasons why I think Biggie is such a special person. I think it's very very true. And I think that it's it's obvious when you when you kind of analyze his behavior. Um but I will say this from a fan perspective. Don't even consider the idea that Biggie is done. Biggie Whatever you have to do. I want wave to Big E. I think that there is a whole nother wing of the this career. I think Big E, when you when you write the book about Big E, it is encyclopedic, and we have not finished our volumes. This volume has been completed, but there's another volume that is coming after this injury. And I will say that I cannot wait to see Big E. Back in a wrestling ring. Hey, forgive the interruption for just a moment, but I want to talk to you about stress. I want to talk to you about grief. I want to talk to you about moments of growth and times that we feel like we're moving backwards. BetterHelp Online Therapy is here to help with the twists and turns. They assess your needs and they match you with one of their own licensed professional therapists in under 48 hours. Look, we hear what EC3 was going through and what he continues to go through and we... We hear this from performers all the time, you know, on the podcast circuit, but you don't need to be a performer to relate to mental health struggles. We all have times when we're not our best, and we all have times where it really does help to just reach out and communicate with somebody. And that's, to me, why BetterHelp can be of such value. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy. It's done securely. It's done online. And it's done worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. Schedule weekly video or phone sessions. There's no uncomfortable waiting rooms. You, don't, you, can, you can do a text-based. You don't even have to be on camera if you really don't want to. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. That's why they make it easy and free to change therapists whenever you need to. It's more affordable than traditional therapy, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp is a great way to show up for yourself and invest in your well-being. You deserve inner peace. Some people, that's the issue. I know I've struggled with that, this like deserving inner peace. You really do deserve to be able to relax. You deserve some sort of self-satisfaction. You deserve to have pride in yourself. You deserve inner peace. Visit betterhelp.com/notsam. That's better h e l p.com/notsam and join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced professional. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Special offer for notsam wrestling listeners, get 10% off your first month. At BetterHelp.com slash NotSam. That's BetterHelp.com slash NotSam.
1: How to make your partner like you again with Postmates. Hear that? That's salmon sashimi. Fresh. So fresh, you're muting email. Not now, Carol. Because you're busy using chopsticks. Oh, yeah. And not venting about traffic on a 405. Shh. As soy drips on your stretchy sweatpants get sashimi on postmates for $30 off your first three orders of $35 or more use code LA30 terms apply
0: speaking of wrestling rings uh somebody that's been making a lot of uh controversy uh with their wrestling uh ring and what they do with it and whatnot is EC3 EC3 uh was let go from WWE uh like two years ago I think and uh in that time over the pandemic started this uh Creating and controlling your narrative, free the narrative, like all this, all this very heady stuff that I think the deeper people got into, the more a lot didn't get it, you know, cause it's just a lot going on and it's, it's still figuring out what it is. And that's the way I saw it. Uh, but the big news dropped that if you go to control your EC3 has been able to pull off what a lot of people cannot pull off. This is a huge deal that he is making a real company. This isn't just a group of guys that have done a couple of shows here and there. It's a real company. Control Your Narrative has a tour with like 23 dates on it that is running all through the fall, starting in October, all the way through the end of the year. And it is amazing to me that it's really happening, that he was really able to pull it off. It is a very, very difficult thing to do that. So I wanted to talk to EC3, uh, not only about himself and himself as a character and some things that I've been curious about with him, but also um, what control your narrative is. You know, I certainly uh, talk to him about the controversies. I don't, I don't, Talk to him about whether or not it's a politically oriented group. I don't think it is. I don't think that it's being funded by the MyPillow guy. I don't think that EC3 is dog whistling people. I I think that, uh, you know, we talk about narratives, but I think a lot of internet stories have kind of gone wild with him. And I would encourage any of you listening to this to come to your own judgment. That was my goal here, to have EC3 on and ask him questions that I thought were relevant Allow him to answer them. Press him on these uh, rules. The banned moves list the control your narrative has. Absolutely press him on all the weird control your narrative rules. And and allow a conversation that would allow you guys to, to judge it in a way that I think will be fair. So if you want to uh, hear what's going on with EC3, well, here he is on Not Sam Wrestling.
1: The Not Sam Wrestling interview.
0: We are here in the Not Sam studio and with us, somebody who has left the uh, the the corporate structure to create a structure all his own and I'm sure one that he'll share with all those that want to control the narratives that they're a part of. Ladies and gentlemen, EC3 is here. Not
1: Sam, so such a pleasure an honor to be here. These... Uh four camera setups a very impressive studio you have thank you so many toys just so many toys
0: well this was what i they said you can get your house you can control it i said i'm gonna have toys sneakers and then i'll build a studio so i can you know have some semblance of professionalism
1: estimated cost of your studio in man hours what do you think it was
0: okay so uh in terms of the building this studio and the and the lighting and 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 all that stuff just building this area out was twenty three hours just straight right okay. so that's what it, that's what it was and then the rest of this stuff you know the cameras have improved over time the wiring like it's a it's a living breathing organism it's always changing
1: <laughs> I am super impressed especially learning the things about production value and lighting and things of these things you know i never thought i would ever know nor need to know but yeah i, I kind of still don't know them i have <laughs> other people that try to know them, but like i pretend to know them yeah like even before we started you know i said we put on the cans you know because i'm boom there yeah, you go yeah and on. i mean
0: but I th- and i'm sure that you are learning that that as you as you get out there it's like yeah like it's nice to be able to uh to have that sort of independence to tell stories that you want to tell and to do things your way and to not have any handcuffs on. But once the handcuffs are off, that also means nobody's there to make sure that you look good. That's also on you.
1: You work 10 times as hard for half the money and you couldn't be happier. (laughs) Exactly. But like, I mean, truly independence and quote, finding your freedom end quote through this process has been, it's been life changing and, Every day I do wake up like with purpose and a renewed sense of confidence and actually excited and I have no idea what's going to happen when I wake up, but every it, day it's it seemed like that for the past you know since the tour has been announced prior to that, even the t v finishing free the narrative three for pro wrestling t v like every day i um I don't want to sound like some shady motivational guy, but like what wakes you up is your passion and you should be ready to go. And I do wake up. I mean, I have to pee immediately and I (laughs) clench my butt cheeks to grab my coffee and I kind of scatter around. But after that process, like I'm ready to go and I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the tour is a big deal, right? The tour is the big thing because a lot of people announce... I'm gonna start my own wrestling promotion. Right. And that's I'm not. Nah, I'm not signing with any of the big guys. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start my own thing, and we're gonna get a TV deal, and yeah. we're gonna have all these big. And then, like three weeks later, they just disappear off the face of the earth, and yeah,
1: it's gone. Or they Yeah, or they show up at a different company, and they get their, <laughs> their initial. Oh, wow, he's here! And then three weeks later, they're in the back in the locker room complaining about their push or their positioning, and they're on their phone. It's just the same. What's the profanity? Go ahead. The same fucking shit. <laughs> underutilized blah, 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 blah. you know reading every you know thing being said about you on the internet vanity searching yeah he's right he's right i'm not being pushed what do you what he means i suck like you can't take one person's opinion and then the other person's opinion like one is positive one is negative like just don't take anyone's opinion and just worry about yourself and take care of yourself yes
0: right. no i that but, that's yeah. my philosophy with social media as well that like that's I, the that's the real danger of it right that it is it it can be a very nice thing when you're reading all the nice things about you, yeah. but then when you give them credence, the, you the, have to give credence to bad stuff that comes in and, and then you're 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 a wreck.
1: But if you just avoid it all and you focus on what you're doing and who you are, I, I can't read social media because I think it would corrupt the visions I have and the, the things I want to manifest and the opportunities I want to provide and the platform I want to create so so many people, like we said could tell their story to control their narrative. So if it becomes inundated with other opinions or other people whether they're good or they're bad that's actually a great idea then it's not original and it's not mine and you know trust your vision see it through.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean I th- and I think you can do, still listen to feedback but I you think have to. Yes. but in your business that feedback kind of comes at the show, right? I would think the feedback comes
1: from the, you know, The noise a fan makes.
0: Yeah. Boo, yay,
1: great. Right. Indifference, not
0: working. Yeah, and by the way, if no tickets are sold, then it's like, you know what? We did something wrong. (laughs) If zero tickets get sold. Well, yeah, too,
1: and like selling tickets. I One of the things I hate about, you know, wrestling fans who claim to love wrestling so much is it doesn't matter which show or which company, but the thing where they snap a picture, Mm mm-hmm of like empty seats Mm. and post it. And it's like, ha ha ha. But you're the idiot who bought a ticket. Then if this isn't cool to go to, at the (laughs) same time, how'd how'd you get that photo? (laughs) Yeah. At the same time, how like, it's just unnecessary negativity. And it's not easy to draw people to come to shows, especially in this time in this climate, whether it's economics, you know, Coming off of a pandemic, things like that, people are still hesitant to leave their house, so it's it's not easy, and we shouldn't, you know, make fun of people who are trying.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's go back. Let's let's because I feel Thank like you. we've already hit on like we're you done. Know, <laughs> you know, fifteen things that I could I could go uh, in depth on. But so let's go back to first of all, I was always curious about this. You get to uh, WWE, you get to NXT and you come in as EC3 and you get yep. to keep the EC3 name not only in NXT but in uh, WWE on the main roster which is you know twice something that's atypical also because the EC3 name was based on a character that is not part of the canon Correct. of WWE right like what is what does EC3 mean in a company where the carters have never been in control of it
1: the thing was Ethan Carter III being in TNA and Impact when I was looking at my future and being a shrewd businessman, I didn't see the necessity of trademarking Ethan Carter III because <laughs> the brand itself was going to be EC3. What does EC3 mean? I don't know. What's Kramer's first name? We found out Cosmo. Yeah. There was a whole long line of different ways the name could have been, uh, relegated but it was not in canon ethan carter the third and ec3 were different in a sense yeah one was successful and one sucked (laughs) but uh
0: i see so 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 when you are ec3 outside of what was happening in tna it was almost like ec3 is just this different yeah yeah
1: i think if we're looking at like the laurel of you know canon and in a comic book mentality yeah that perhaps yeah or we're overthinking it or i watered down and handed my vision over to, you know, creative mishaps and totally destroyed it. So, <laughs> you know, there's that too. Or there's no, maybe because I came in with a ready-made moniker and a schick in a sense that, and this is a real thing, that there's no, uh, nobody can tie themselves to your success.
0: Mm.
1: So it's harder to get perhaps, not harder to get opportunities, but- nobody's fighting for you as much because they aren't part of what is creating
0: you sure no yeah yeah. i mean the same way if if i could throw not sam onto something that would be like there was a wrestler who was a not sam wrestler that would be my favorite wrestler yeah because their success would be a success for me and that all that all makes sense Yeah, but like
1: i made this guy because we gave him this idea and now he ran you know yeah 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 he or she did all the work but at the same time this is why I'm pushing it because, you know, I kind
0: of I got to be in like, on the ground floor and yeah. and I'm I'm there on that ride. Yeah. Um, so when was it like? Do you know? Because when you first, well, when you first started on a on on sort of a large on a mainstream level, right, with the NXT game show hybrid weirdness, we, you know, you were you were very much a comedic. Yeah. wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. And then even when Ethan Carter the Third came to TNA, a lot of that comedy was still there. You know, the like uh, you can't wrestle. Yes, I'm very yeah. good. Like the you know the whole thing. At some point, like I feel like it just started to kind of get stripped away, stripped away, stripped away to the point where you're at now, where you're completely psychotic. Psychotic, a very cerebral character. Yeah. But not comedy at all. Like was that was that was there a moment where you were like, I gotta start doing the comedy thing, or or did it just feel like
1: this isn't me anymore? I'm an esoteric warrior at this point, but <laughs> it's just about evolution, I think, coming up, especially in the original uh, FCW system. It was, you know, funny don't make money. Right. I'm like, is that true? Because the reason I'm a wrestling fan was cause the rock made me laugh my ass off. And Edge and Christian with five second poses was cool as hell. And Kurt Angle's pouring milk all over himself, and that shit's <laughs> funny to me. Now, granted, they had the opportunities to like kick ass to get there. This is even a conversation I had with Triple H when it was Derek Bateman days. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know those guys are entertaining, but they kicked ass to get there, and they had the thing to fight for and stuff like that. I'm like, great. I need an opportunity to fight for something because I'm on a game show that makes no sense. Are we, <laughs> Like, what are we doing here? Right, so... Two, on the NXT game show level, the whole point was to stand out. Yeah. And, like, standing out to me was, well, everybody's kind of doing the same wrestler shtick. Nobody's this absurd. Daniel Bryan being the pro, he doesn't want to do this. So the more he can dick off, the better for him. Mm-hmm. And, like, we just had good chemistry, and it was fun. And it was funny, and it caught traction. But at the same time, I could see it coming where if you pitching. Pigeon- pigeonhole yourself as a comedic wrestler you know there is a limit to that there's a threshold but then i also looked at it the same way but every time santino pulls a sock or a snake out of his crotch the crowd goes crazy and he's selling a shit ton so he's doing okay
0: i thought he was gonna win the royal rumble that one year
1: and imagine if he did
0: it would have been the best it would have been great
1: yes but at the same time you know the show i don't know i think they got mad at me because we outwitted (laughs) outwitted the show Mm -hmm. we did the uh Know your pro segment. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, whatever. That's, that's right. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. Sure, you want Johnny Curtis and Brodus Clay in the finals. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. We know who got over on that. But then I was injured. Then I went back to developmental. Then they started redemption. And then they called me up and I'm like, hey, you're going to the big show. I went, like, all right. What are we doing? Like, oh, we don't know yet. I show up to SmackDown thinking I'm going to be part of SmackDown. But then they like, no, you're back on redemption. I'm like, oh, well, who gives a shit. <laughs> but then they were so, they, so much didn't care about that show at that point that it became a great learning experience to call things on the fly, whether it's out there, you know, working matches or it's out there interacting and being comedic. And we had one writer who's put together, it became like a soap opera and it was humorous and it was entertaining and it was fun and it was challenging to make it different and fun every week, but there was no micromanaging or, you know, overseeing from the top because they just did not care about it so it was a great in that experience but at the same time it's like nothing
0: matters who cares right so it's like you know you get the from the the overall experience of it is yeah like what an amazing learning tool this is that i'll be able to apply later but in the immediate nobody's even aware that this is happening no
1: everything everything is long form long-term vision i guess yeah it worked out because those assets i was able to acquire in those positions helped me greatly in that impact run like we talked about with you can't wrestle yes i can just being able to think on your feet being able to feel a crowd because you in WWE especially on the NXT, you're not, never in front of a crowd with that many people working the developmental systems and mm. you know the florida loops so you, even if they're not paying attention they you could still feel them on that level. So it's it's just a step up.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when you uh are gone from WWE, did you kind of know cuz you went on that that uh run where you were just popping up, right? You popped up in Impact, you popped up in Ring of Honor, you you oh, were the second WWE. Yeah, 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 sorry. So you leave WWE, you go to you go to Impact. You leave Impact, go to NXT, you go to WWE, you leave there. Yeah. When you started popping up, did you know quickly like okay i think i'm gonna start my own thing or were you just kind of getting out there going like what does the landscape look like
1: the landscape was so hard to tell just because you get fired in a pandemic
0: right right right. So
1: this is the second time i was fired the first time i was fired it was i'll be damned i will go to the gates of hell to show them they're wrong and they will call me back and they did yeah but on this time i was doing yoga at the time i get a call from Drake Maverick. I'm like, ignore, I'm doing yoga. And then we get a call from the office. I'm like, oh, we're getting fired today. Thought so. You know, don't worry about it. It's fine. Like, I'm not happy. I'm not a happy person. This Mm -hmm. is okay. You know, it's very scary because you have a good job and the world is burning around you and you don't know economically or what you will have or who you have or who you have to take care of and things like that. But at the same time, it was a great sense of relief because the entire time, I just wanted something different to be able to do something different to give not opportunity. I'm no, I'm in no position to give opportunity, but for, to create for myself unimpeded a vision of what a character could be from vignettes to, you know, debut to initial match and their first get over match. And that's what kind of started control your narrative so I had 90 days to create something new and different. Right. Create the, quote, essential character. And it started, this whole thing started with a gray wall and one camera, myself and a buddy. And then just, you know, the challenge was putting out a promo maybe every week that I thought was more creative or original than anything anyone else is putting out. And sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. But every week coming out, we have this library of content that one thing we're bad at is repurposing and replaying the stuff that we've done because we've done so many things. I've wrote so many words and said so many words that like it's all new and it's all fresh because yeah, maybe it gets 20,000 views here and 15 there. But at the same time, that's just a microcosm of the audience Mm -hmm. of wrestling. But to be able to do it, to be able to create it, create it, not being in the best place mentally at the time because of all the things being free from the one thing that was holding me back from being happy, no matter what I was making, it was a very, f- I don't want to use the word free and freeing experience. It was enlightening. It was it just, it was a version. It was a, bleh, it was a journey to self-actualization. And that's just <laughs> not just as wrestling and looking in that small, narrow-minded bubble, but like bolder and bigger and, who I am as a person and confronting who I am and what I don't like about myself and these things within the guise of professional wrestling, character development, but it was
0: therapy really. Yeah, that's a wild ass mental journey to go on as through a character. Yeah. Like to allow the character to kind of take it, you on this real life mental journey is is pretty nuts.
1: You can and you have that freedom to do it because if someone's like, This is stupid. Yeah, it's pro wrestling. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, this is the only but, venue yeah. <laughs>
0: where you can actually pull that
1: off it, the people that reached out because of it you know I think again, when you,
0: when you say reached out like reached out to like,
1: like through me- emails and yeah.
0: know, messages and comments and
1: replies were so heartening too that they're seeing you know they're seeing that at the same time 80% of the fan base is like we're just Where's Andy, you know? <laughs> so you're really speaking to a minority, but it has a lot of meaning as opposed to getting mainstream traction. And that's okay, because you you just created a niche, I guess.
0: Yeah, and, and hopefully if it works, people will catch up to it, right? Yeah. Anybody who doesn't get it now will and, I get mean, there.
1: Like Nietzsche, his most famous work was read by, it sold 500 copies before he died. Uh-huh. And now, you know, it's philosophical
0: yeah that's what everything is uh, so i'm
1: about like i'm van gogh i'm gonna cut my ear off you you are the (laughs) guy
0: you guys just don't understand it yet (laughs) 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 someday you'll know (laughs) well okay so so when you're when you're going on this journey and you're uh, creating this story through the vignettes and this character that you're creating through kind of finding yourself is your idea okay this is going to exist within this industry and I'll, i'll i'll create this story that if i'm in impact or i'm in ring of honor i'm on the local indie show in your town or this european fed like this is the story that's being woven throughout is that is that the thought
1: that would be the initial thought Mm -hmm. too like initially and then negotiating with all the companies even though it was a pandemic time which one gives me the freedom to continue this on the outside right not so much against what we're doing because i'm creative enough like What's true in what we're doing on TV is canon. It has a major focus. But at the same time, what can I offshoot it with? My own thing and who was willing. And they were all very willing to allow that to continue. So that was cool. But I'm like, there's something to this. And I want to give this to more people. Because I've gotten so much from this experience for myself. Is what inspired when we created the first feature. Mm-hmm. Free the Narrative 1. Available on Pro Wrestling TV. So make sure you download that app. But creating that and, like, j- just seeing so many different talents throughout wrestling, like there was a John Schuyler, who's, a, you know, an independent guy who I've known for a long time, blows out his knee, gets his ACL repaired, he's not coming back to any fanfare or, like, a YouTube video, he has no job, no, you know, no, excuse me, wrestling job. Nobody's waiting for him to come back. He has to come back to the grind, like an independent scene, and nobody knows he was gone. Nobody knows that story. This dude, he's been out six months because his knee got destroyed and he had to get it repaired. How could we tell that? Maybe he finds something from that, and he did. Uh, Finding new talent, like a guy we call Fodder. Just this dude's so hardworking outside of wrestling. He's made outside of wrestling, but he has a passion for it and... We got hooked up, and then when I was filming the original, what I called the debut match of the narrative, so I, the character can at least have his one match where I see how it worked. You know, his get over match. Boom! I used him because nobody knew who he was, but he looked like he belonged in a fight. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to use a name talent where it's like, oh, so and so is an EC3 in this video. No, this is a chance for somebody to get somewhere, hopefully. And now he's business wise, like my right hand, and a very close friend but his story how did he get here why does he have you know all these tattoos the battle of good and evil are written on his body his left side is you know demonic but his right side's good why is it that's cool let's find out yeah right? yeah so giving those opportunities to people but still you know we're self-funded all we have is a couple cameras some ideas and some talent that works hard get a ring film it make it kind of a movie i don't like to call it a movie because. Movies and wrestlings doesn't work, so I call it a feature, but using Matt Cardona as like the anti-thesis to me and just, he's weird and creative and we can have fun. Being able, while at the same time making my living off wrestling and working within, you know, a three-letter brand or a corporate wrestling, being able to create on the outside because now I know I want to do this somehow, just how do I get it done at the same time? I can do this too. And there's time to do it because in between there's so much time in the day and like so much time was wasted for wrestlers where they're scrolling through their shit and like, you know, it's like complaining, 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 and they just like scroll and like you can do and create anything on the side, any sort of niche, any sort of hobby can make you money. I mean, I built a workout app in the middle of the pandemic too.
0: And now that I don't have a job, that's great because it's
1: residual income.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So so how did you feel about that first free the narrative? It's special, especially because that. I mean, I think you know when people watch it back too, it's like that was the, the, one of the that was early. Yeah. In the pandemic, and it was like that was when I think we were all still trying to figure out what does pro wrestling, especially on an independent level, look like right now.
1: Well, it's definitely wasn't shot with the intention of like bringing live fans in. So that was kind of the aspect of like,
0: this is underground and
1: these people just fight to learn about themselves. That's cool. But you know, like anything, I mean, how do you feel when you watch your first season of podcast back?
0: Terrible.
1: Right? Terrible. Like this sucks. I'm the worst. Who would want? But in reality, doing it, being a part of the process, creating it, so many people that helped create it, putting it together, initiating it, delivering it all all alone like what a feat and i'll never forget it and you know this is truly an honor now i watch it back i'm like why do we have all this shit on the ring it's too dark this light is pissing me off that's a horrible edit why is our cameraman falling asleep you
0: know (laughs) but it probably i mean again it goes back to that like are we looking at this you know as the the trees or the whole forest like are we looking at at this as its own individual thing and, and nitpicking, or are we looking at this as the piece in this much bigger picture? I mean,
1: that piece of that picture, the second one with Adam. Yeah. I mean, that, in hindsight, one camera, one gray wall spewing some words became, because this is never the intention, a televised wrestling promotion that's going on tour.
0: Yeah. That's wild. Right? It's insane. It's absurd. It's crazy. I mean, how many... I, there aren't very many independent promotions that are just being like, hey, here's the fall tour, and it's like October through December. Right. Everything's booked. Every city. We're going go Every Like, that's that's a national... You're going on a national tour.
1: And we have nothing. We <laughs> <Yeah>. have nothing. <laughs> but that's what's going to make it so interesting and fun. Like, I have tons of ideas. I want to... I don't want to go off the road because like some of these events, you know, there's four days in between or three days in between in a WWE loop, you know, usually fly home. You're home for three days. You're back on the road and people can do that. But at the same time, why don't I just live on the road? Like, Why don't I live in a
0: van and write about it and
1: travel to see? And then what weird adventures do I get in on the off days? Like that's, yeah, and that, and, and also,
0: like, and then you're living it, right? And then yeah. like that whole tour, like you are, you are an organism of the tour. Yeah. Like you're not. This isn't a a gig. It's, this is your life.
1: Oh, and I'm traveling with a drum of cream of rice and trifecta meals, and I'm going to you know local gyms and sitting at coffee shops, typing out crazy emails. and All these people reaching out about this and that, and like oh, yeah, commissions. To go, like it's gonna be wild. Yeah. And, but I have one chance to do it, and it's now. So, fuck it. Uh, But yeah, and then looking at the, the landscape of it, what started this was finding opportunities. So many times I get asked a question by independent, what do I have to do to stand out? What do I have to do to get noticed? I'm like, I don't know anymore. Well, how, What do you? You know, WWE's looking for pro-level athletes. You know? Mm-hmm. AEW's looking for people name value or you're on dark and you're going to be on dark forever and you're just going to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you build a new brand, like yourself? What's the hot, up and coming indie? There, I don't know anymore. At
0: yeah, the I same mean time. GCW,
1: right? GCW, yeah, and they, you know, if you want to bash your head in with fucking
0: light tubes. Well, are you gonna? Are, are we gonna have? Are, are there any uh, control your narrative death matches? Is that something? Because that's not on the band list. I checked the list. No, yeah, we, and are dying to get to the list.
1: <laughs> the List is going to be updated slightly, <laughs> but. When I'm done talking about the list, tell me I'm wrong. And
0: Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get well, we'll to get the there, list. But like, we'll get to the list.
1: Why not create something for everyone? And when I do, I don't get to anymore because I'm trying to save. I'm working so much on building this that I don't have time to go sit at an indie show anymore and make money. But I see so much talent and so many interesting yes. stories. And I do a lot of, like, I call them seminars, but... We're going to call them initiatives where it's, you know, a lot of times old timers and even, you know, guys my age will go do a seminar and they'll show them some moves and they'll talk to them a little bit and have a few questions and they'll take their money and whatever. But I've kind of developed a formula where like you psychoanalyze them a little bit. You get to know them. You ask some questions. You can see them work and you can tell right away. Good. Not even close. Potential star. You know, you can tell fairly quickly and you don't have the time to bring them up and coach them i don't have you know cyn pc yet but like yeah getting to (laughs) fucking compound i'll call it (laughs) getting to know the talent and having them you know all right give me your pro wrestling promo and it's just you know it's just the same shit so fucking boring Uh, like let me tell you you just so standard so typical you see yeah and this day I'm going to do, take that title from you. Like, what are you? Well, you know, I'm a spoiled rich kid. Are you? <laughs> no, I'm poor. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I live in my car. Holy shit. That sucks. Tell yeah. me about that. And just with some fucking conversation, you can bring these people into something that's real and passionate. And a lot of the times with control your narrative, and so- I have a loyal cult now. And like literal cult, it's great, yeah, uh, they put <laughs> they push my seasoning and workouts, <laughs> but are they going to be the workhorse, like Philip Stuart Mitch, are they going to be the greatest workers? No, probably not if they would they would be signed somewhere, or maybe they will, maybe they do have the potential to be, but could they be the greatest versions of themselves, telling their story that truly resonates? with fans and they find something within that and they find something within themselves and that's true entertainment. Yeah. I mean, I have a guy who's had 20 matches, but his story is so infatuating to me. He's not ready to wrestle a a tour of this magnitude Mm -hmm. or for television, but his story, his war story being blown up in Iraq and losing his brothers and the shit he had to go through to get back to living a normal life, not only through injury, but through, you know, addiction. Home. Yeah. It's like uh, heart wrenching.
0: Yeah. It's incredible. Well, that's what I like. Uh when you start talking about, you know, your kind of philosophies behind it and everything. I like the emphasis that you put on storytelling and characters. You know what I mean? Because to me, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I, I've always said it's about characters, the who are you, why are you? Stuff. To me, that's what the whole industry is predicated on. That's why it's interesting. That's why we're watching this match in any way, shape, or form. Because we care about about both. We care about one beating the other, and here's why, right? Two, I think we've gotten so far away from that.
1: Again, hearkening back to the days. In a locker room, you meet so many interesting people, and you know them. They're your brothers. They're your sisters. You travel with them. You see them all the time. You kind of know a little bit about the real life, whatever people let you in on. And then you see them at television and the red light goes on and they're like remembering this like dog shit written fucking dribble. And it's just like, that's not them. Mm-hmm. They're so in, they're so interesting. There's nothing interesting about what I saw, yeah. saw there. Maybe I overthink it. At the same time, you know, WWE is making more money than ever. So kudos to them. But like. There could this, be
0: room for both, by the yeah, way. There
1: isn't, this isn't, a, I'm not trying to compete. I'm just trying to create.
0: Yeah, 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 no, I think, and I think that that's the other secret to this whole thing is that, like, you know, everybody wants to feel like there's there's one plate yeah. and everybody's grabbing for it, and it's like, no, dude, we're at a buffet. Yeah, there's plenty. There's, what are you, the, you the number one or you the number two? What? How can you rank them? I don't know. There's no, there's no ranking. What's your favorite? You tell me. Yeah, <laughs> like, what do you like? I, I don't know, oh, man.
1: man. People we're, tell me what their favorite is all the time. It's yeah, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, were you surprised at the the level of 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 negative feedback. I feel like there's, there's uh, very often a controversy surrounding you.
1: I would, yeah, I would welcome, I'm welcome. Any discussion in any open forum. I even tackled it in a Reddit AMA where I whipped their ass. Like, what have I done? And what have I said ever to anybody? That's the question. There was some speculation and there was some lies based on, Oh, we're, you know, we're going to run a show. WrestleMania. Hey, we're running the same venue, just a different room. Could you switch? No, we're good. Uh, No, oh, I'm going to call the venue. Hey, c- could you make them switch? Well, let me ask him. Hey, we'll give you the room for free tomorrow if you do it. No, we're good. Okay, the next day we're funded by the My Pillow guy and, you know, Trump organ. Like, just what the
0: fuck? It is weird. It is weird that there was but, never a follow-up on that rumor. That really? It's like, I've heard that they're being funded By Trump himself, and it's like I would
1: love sponsorship. (laughs) It would make my life so much easier. And you know what? Fifty percent of people hate me. It doesn't matter at that point because I just need to. Man, I like to eat. No, but
0: yeah, I mean it's 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 just it's 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 a it's a wild thing. I'm sure that 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 wasn't one that you saw coming in terms of the criticisms or the rumors that would be. I knew
1: there would be some backlash because you know Aries reached out about using him and I've known him since Impact and we've had really good matches and you know he had this reputation but he was always cool to me he was always good to me he was always very helpful to me and talking to him like what what is your vision for this he's like you know I went away for a while and now I'm back and I just want to finish strong and I want to give back to the industry I want to you know, pass on what I know, but at the same time, finish with you know, like a good run, doing something special and unique. But mostly, it's about giving back. I'm like, that's cool. And then telling the stories of like him being in Mexico, and I, what I loved about it is nobody knew who I was or what I did. But then, you know, then he he comes back and walking into the negativity, and he's his own worst enemy. He'll admit it. He has to chime in and spit spit back and not just accept people have different opinions, but like the whole thing was his opinion differs from you, whatever. So bringing him on, on top of that rumor coming the same day, it looked like we were just canceled guy pro. Right. Yeah. Not really. Oh, yeah, Adam did this once. It said something about indie guys. Okay. But what, what have I done or said nothing? And, Nobody has anything on me. I'm squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. you look, like I don't shit where I eat, right? You know, yeah. You would think there would be something upset said about me if anything was ever
0: true or legitimate. But I yeah, no, I didn't and I didn't think you were cancelled. It's unfortunate too,
1: because I just think it's uh culture is so divisive. Mm-hmm. So if you think something about somebody, you're going to double and triple down that they are the enemy when at the same time we are all in this together. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, you know?
0: Did you, at any point, like, were you able to have a talk with somebody like Aries and be like, look, dude, like, the whole point was for you to come here and tell this story. And, like, we can't tell the story of you coming back to give back if you're fighting with people and, like, pushing and going, like, no, I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah, and I think he... I don't even know
1: if we needed to have the talk as much as he's like, I got to stop
0: firing back because, you know, this is what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. So
1: I think he's recognition, recognized it more so than having to talk at it. Yeah. But, you know, he realizes, but he's his own man too. I, I also don't think, has he said anything so negative? And vi- I don't know. I don't look at social media anymore. Mm-hmm. So feel free to chime in and send me his dirtiest dirtiest secrets
0: do you is there when you're like okay like coming off of of wrestlemania and being like okay we're gonna take we're gonna do a, we're really making a run at this we're gonna do a tour a huge tour we're gonna we've got this tv deal you know i know the, the word narrative i feel like is getting thrown around a lot but we have to we have to shift that a little bit so that people understand that this is not a a political organization that you're not by going to one of our shows you're
1: indoctrination. Not... right? Get your get your free my pillow on the way in. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, like. do forget the... to take your red pill. Do you,
0: yeah. Do you do you realize that you have to go? Like, okay. I, I I think that we have to make sure that people realize that by supporting us in any way, shape, or form, like we're not a, we're not the QAnon branch of professional wrestling.
1: I think just one statement was enough because how many times can you keep saying the same thing? Mm-hmm. And people are going to believe what they believe or they're not. Like I am to you whatever you want me to be at this point and. I've said it how many more times is required. Like I I won't give in and I'm not going to surrender and I'm not being defiant. I'm just, I told you the truth and you can choose to believe it or you can't. But at the same time, every show we've had majority of our fans are not even cognate of that being a thing because you know, they're families and, they're having fun and they're introduced to these wild wacky new characters who have simple yet resonating stories and they're all unique and diverse and different and giving them the platform and they're, you know, some are green and it's like watching them learn and grow together. But every time we have quick, great show that's well-paced incorporating so many different aspects that they leave happy and I don't feel like there's probably been a couple who came in to watch us fail. I think there was one in Detroit who was talking about it. That oh, This is going to suck. Ah, he missed half the show, but by the end of it, he was like, that was the best main event I've seen in a long time. And like, it really made everything make sense to me because spoiler, because it's will eventually be on our TV, but like, you know, you see three bled for the company and was like, you know, uh-huh. martyred himself and like they came to him. And I think, by watching it, and we have to be this is our flaw because we're so understaffed, constant and you know, relentless with putting out content as much as possible in our edit team is small and our content library is huge, but like what avenue, how are we pursuing it? At the same time, we have a tour coming. How can we time up with what we have in the can, which means already filmed? <laughs> to make a television show that can become weekly, then this tour therefore becomes a weekly show. And how can we do it at so low budget as possible so everybody within the team gets taken care of, but at the same time, we can't out-expense ourselves because we are unfunded. We are on our own. We are doing this ourselves. And, you know, some venues might... Like, marketing is expensive. Marketing's hard. As I said, it's hard to draw, We might have a 500 seat venue with 200 people there. Like, you know, that could happen. Very well could happen. Yeah, I hope not. But (laughs) keeping those things, what is our production budget with the TV network? How much do they want to invest per episode? That's been the awesome challenge, really. Like I'm having coming up with the ideas and the ways to do this as Low means as possible by including as many people as possible for opportunities to have their work seen, which will be a worldwide audience and their efforts, you know, rewarded by, you know, maybe this one show. Yeah, we, you know, we filmed and produced, you know, Austin CYN, but that led to our reel that got us this gig and now we're doing something, you know, big and just like bodies of work. So, yeah. Same thing with talent too. Like, man, I hope I discover the next four or five stars. I think that would be super cool.
0: Yeah, and I think that you know, I, I was having a conversation with somebody recently on on something completely unrelated, but stuff they were going through, and it's like, you've got to let the product speak, speak for, for the yourself. product. Yeah, yeah the, the, what... and and I think that you're at this point right now where you, you haven't started the tour yet. Like the product is brand new, it's just kind of difficult to a, you know everybody's kind of forming these opinions now I feel like ever since the tour was announced the kind of sort of you know the the all the stuff that was going on a, around March and April starting to simmer yeah. down because people are realizing oh this is a real yeah promotion they're actually doing shows and and they're actually they're following through on promises that were made and that's not something that is As typical as it should be in professional wrestling, I
1: will say yes in this industry that is the absolute truth, and I say this to the people that have you know come aboard and people that have supported. But like, if you're loyal to me, I'll be loyal to you the rest of my life. Yeah, and that's one thing that you don't get in pro wrestling. And here we are, (laughs) we get that chance. But yeah, it did die down. But still, people don't know what we are. And what I love about it, we have this. Obtuse, weird content library. We have the right people working hard and we put it together. Like the next show I want to do is called The Project Pit, where, you know, we have six to eight of our up and coming talents and building their story. Cause I sat down with them and we had a psychoanalyzation, I called it, and we asked them questions. And then, oh, here's their highlights, you know, here's their coming out match. And here's in, in 30 minutes, you know who the hell they are. You want to see him? It's super cool. And I'm doing something too, especially with the talent to like manifest your dream match, mm-hmm. your realistic dream match. I had mine and I'll, I can hang it up today knowing I had my dream match. And that means a lot. So I asked him,
0: it was know, Kurt Angle, right? Just it so was just yeah. Kurt Angle in yeah, for a world title yeah. and like,
1: holy shit. Yeah. But like, what is your realistic dream match? And some of them are very realistic and some of them. I have every intention of doing as long as they keep working hard to get them done and to make it make sense. And how could they tell the story? You know, how can I propose this to a
0: Matt Cardona? What are you willing to do to get it done? Especially since that's a guy who has done all of this, right? I mean, you talk about a guy who's redefined himself by telling stories in wrestling. Like that's, and I think that's what, that's what it should be. That's why he has been so successful is because, people get it people get the story they know who he is they know what he is they know why they're cheering they know why they're booing it's it's right there he's great too
1: because he has the 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 mind of a wrestling fan and he has the yes. nostalgia down pat and he has the toys and i'd love to co-brand a cyn versus major figures wrestling show and maybe we can maybe i should talk to him about it
0: yeah maybe but, he can get you some uh cyn bendies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I can't m- market merchandise to save my life Our shit's stupid cool I just don't know, to, I don't know what I'm doing I mean you got that s- chicken spices Yeah Control you your know? nutrition available at dudesgourmet.com Yeah Right there
0: Well look Okay let's talk uh, Let's talk uh, Let's check the wrestling of it all Okay let's, uh, let's talk about these rules Okay The CYN rules Because all this right. And I feel like this was I would have hoped This was a little bit more lighthearted criticism Than the uh, Oh yeah You know what I mean? This is this is more. Now we're just wrestling fans talking about wrestling, right? Uh, I would hope so. Uh, Like
1: a little (laughs) one of my questions in my Reddit AMA bloodbath of
0: nonsense
1: is, "Hey, don't you know uh, Fight Club was satire?" And my response is, "Don't you know pro wrestling satire?" Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but of course the rules and the rule.
0: let's go okay all right all right so i got the rules here. i actually okay. forgot all eight <laughs> okay i got the rules i got the rules here first rule is you are in control you are in control okay i yeah, get
1: it it's fair total ripoff of fight club because the second rule is you, you are, are in, in
0: control totally get it yeah. totally get it. and by the way correct me if i'm wrong uh-huh. but this is not supposed to be a verbatim ripoff of fight club in a wrestling ring this is the, the
1: control your narrative show itself and what it's become no, absolutely yeah. not. But it was deep. It was inspired by originally, Durden as a character and sort of like the rules. So I yeah. pulled very liberally pulled from it. Just and like, oh, I should make rules. And what am I looking? Well, what are the Fight Club rules? <laughs> but I am going to revamp them. I just posted on Instagram what I'm calling now CYN doctrine. Okay. First thing I hit was super kicks because it seems to be the most prevalently discussed thing, but you are in control. That means, you know what? I'm here and I'm in control, but no, really, you are in control. Like that's me yelling at you, saying you just go do whatever you want. Oh, but if you're in control, why can't you do super case? I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> it goes, and I well, I think you are in control probably goes back to that thing you were saying about manifest your dream match where the dream match, if you can buck it, will happen if you can tell the story. Yeah,
1: well said. Thanks. No, really
0: good. Yeah, that's that's the way...
1: I... Man, that's the second time today somebody took something that I wish I said. <laughs> Earlier was The Wonder from Down Under. We're talking about an Australian kid I met the other day. But whatever.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, okay, third rule then. Fights end when you tap out, get knocked out, can't stand, or quit. Sanctioned matches, matches. can end via pinfall.
1: When we started Free the Narrative, we did it without an official because... I always thought, what if wrestling just didn't have an official and you just get knocked out or you tap out? And it's like, well, again, r- liberal ripoff of Fight Club. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you can always add a referee, but you can never just take it away. Mm-hmm. So let's just start without it. Then, you know, we do one. Put it in later. Yeah, we do one, my my quote, match to establish character. Then we do the whole feature. Then we do a second one. And I'm like, oh, we'll run out of finishes. Plus, if we're doing shows in front of live audiences like i have to mainstream and we have to buckle down and make this digestible to wrestling fans because that's who's going to help us build it and it can't be too overcomplicated, and too silly and it, you know some of the shit's silly silly as hell some of it's too esoteric some of it's too depth some of it's too dumb but yes so to deviate de the de-, 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 de differentiate a live show to what our television show... Yes, rule number three. Standard matches have officials. Standard re- wrestling rules apply. So pinfalls submissions.
0: Yeah, I took this one to mean, look, I know what we've done in the past, but now we're doing real shows in yeah. front of real audiences. There's going to be referees there, and I, this is this it, is the difference. Maybe, maybe every now and then you'll be like, okay, this is going to be a traditional CYN fight. Yes. But if generally we, speaking... We
1: experienced with that in our uh, last Orlando show... But, like, when I'm advertising it, I just bill it as a street fight because if you put narrative rules or whatever the hell we're going to call it, no one's going to know what that no means. No one gets it. Well, if you have street fight. Did, oh, I'm going to see a chair. And you did. Well, did. About five or six.
0: Does this mean, though, uh, uh, oh, it says sanctioned matches can end via pinfall. So you do have disqualification. you Are not an, Are you a no-DQ fed? No. You have DQs. Be. I Like I envision, foreign objects. Yes.
1: And, like, that's outward. why, how do I make this simple sort of just pressing the reset button, but yeah. Like right. As traditional as pro wrestling can be, CYN will be in front of a live audience. We are sanctioned by the states and the government and authorities and officials, and everything is by the book, 100% of the pro wrestling rule book, which has not, I believe WWE has a copy. I've still not seen it.
0: Oh but, yeah, they put that book out.
1: Yeah, but like then too, a lot of things I hate about wrestling are how frivolous talent are by quote burying the ref and ah, I'm gonna poke him in the eyes right in front of the ref and it's like well the ref sucks the talent like that guy's cheating do something ref yeah and all these things so being creative like I want the referees to have legitimate power a la WWE like you've seen it they'll shoot DQ you right you know and that's cool to me
0: because then you actually you can, as a performer you actually have yeah. to like,
1: whoops <laughs> but. Yeah, so yeah, if you don't official- if you don't kick
0: out, the official's not going to ruin his credibility by stopping the count.
1: And I have a tendency to be wordy, so when I'm going over these words again, I'm like, how can I shorten that up so it just makes sense? I got that you. Word
0: of- economy. That's what we say in radio. Word economy. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: <like that>. Yeah. <laughs> I bridged the gap at that point as we go forward and we're announcing we have a fucking television show and this like we can sh- shorten it up and what
0: happened in the past with Free of the narrative doesn't necessarily need to... Free the narrative, control your narrative, can be two different. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and that goes back to what we said. standard Fourth rule, standard professional wrestling rules apply for sanctioned matches. Chaos ensues in and the, the chaos, project the pit. chaos
1: ensues in the project pit. What is this project pit in right, which chaos project, will be ensuing? Oh, the project pit's great. That's where you get discovered. But the project pit... I was booking a show and I'm like, what if there was a standard because I loved Survivor Series
0: matches, right? Yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah. can like Elimination. Yeah, everyone wow. could get
1: a shine in and look cool and like you could tell intricate stories and everything could build off that. And this guy pin blah 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 blah. I'm like, we should have one at standard, but you know, this is how we introduce people. So originally the project pit was five Guys who look like they're part of, you know, the CYN cult. They got the hoodies and they're in the black pants and they're just kind of like, you know, an anonymous, like plebes to be molded like clay. Sure. Plebes were. Yeah, whatever. And then there's five, like, the most outrageous gimmicks I can find. Like, just outlandish characters, just absurd music and attitudes and auras. And usually the gimmicks, we would call them, you know, are supposed to be more of the heel well, the people love them. So then of course these, they like, do. <laughs> yeah. like these stupid tough guys in their hoodies and their black pants are like getting booed. And uh, <laughs> whoops! Uh, but whoops. It, whoops! But it's yeah, it's just a chaotic project. Pit's just chaos now. Standard professional wrestling
0: rules do apply. But, but I just thought that sounded cool. Let's go back into rule number one and two. You are in control. You are. I don't care if you're in black hoodie. If they're booing you, give them something to cheer. Yeah. You are in control. Drag. That's damn. Yeah, people love so, arm drags. <laughs> I
1: do, man.
0: Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. Okay. But, this is the most uh, controversial rule of all. The fifth rule. Okay. No hashtag super kicks. <laughs> no hashtag tope suicidas. No hashtag Canadian destroyers. Set the world on fire. I mean, people furious. They're so mad.
1: But if you're in control, why can't you? Why can't they wrestle the way they want? I'm not. I first off, first rule to, number five. I never said they can't do them. I just said they're not allowed.
0: <laughs> they can break the rule. Hello? They, because what's rule number one and two? You are in control. So who, who's going to stop them from Tope Suicida-ing?
1: You will be DQ'd if the referee catches you doing a Canadian destroyer. Right. But what if they don't and you win? Here's the thing about the Super kick Did you see my Insta post
0: about it? I think so. Yeah. Really worked hard on writing it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We don't want to misquote it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I get the... Okay. Okay. I'm gonna just yeah, go for it. Go for it. So
1: as I now get to establish the doctrine of the narrative, and we can revisit all these. Throughout the history of physical combat, one constant remains the same. Kicking someone in the head won you the fight. In professional wrestling, the super kick was a devastating maneuver that resulted in victory. Yes. I have airplane mode on. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get you. It'll I get know, you. Having said that.
0: You're right. Shawn Michaels tuning up the band.
1: Every time. You kick somebody
0: in the head, you win the fight, Of right? course. Their head just got kicked in. Like, what are they going to do? Kick out? It's not going to happen.
1: Never. Oh, Lord. Can we edit this out?
0: We okay. got this. This is all gold.
1: All right. As the industry evolved, the art of the super kick has been lost. Am I wrong? Mm. Does everybody... I, yeah.
0: I, I, I get what you're saying there. Yeah. That the, the... Um, the Yes, the multiple super kicks per match, the no yeah, selling super kick, you know, uh, yeah.
1: But like, if you do it right, you knock their head off. So like, we're just we're, th- we're throwing our leg up. We have like, it's not working anymore. Something's got to change mm-hmm. because, as I say here, its usage is diluted, its implementation implementation mistimed, and its outcome obvious. Therefore, the super kick's purpose has been lost. The super kick is banned in Real big letters. <laughs> If, if a competitor is caught using this maneuver, they are disqualified of the match. Key word: If a competitor is caught
0: using this maneuver, they are disqualified.
1: Their conduct is reviewed by a tribunal. I'm
0: cool. You, you guys have a, you guys have. I mean, even with the budgetary constrictions, you do have a tribunal.
1: Yeah, it's me. No, <laughs> you remember? You know, yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Were Selena. Of Murphy course. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Death by Scare, Scarecrow is up there yeah. on the stand. <laughs> It's kind of how I envision pro wrestling is that exact. <laughs> and they may face possible exile from CYN.
0: That's oh, wow. what. So now you're, now you're not just borrowing from Fight Club. That exile is what, yeah, i will take exile over execution. You didn't realize you're going to have to cross the Hudson River all frozen. You're going to sink, <laughs> dude.
1: <laughs> because, and here's the thing, too, about the super kick. Yeah. And yeah, this yeah. is, like, again, my brand. Like CYN only allows the most proficient and skilled competitors into their hall. Uh-huh. The super kick when done properly, it's far too dangerous. <laughs> you're right. Anyway, so me, yeah. Me being a boss, here's the final slide. Uh-huh. We cannot put our essential talent at, and their health at risk.
0: With those devastating super kicks.
1: That I would be a madman allowing that to happen. Wouldn't I be? I
0: get that. I get what you're saying. Yeah.
1: And then I did add a, add an endum, add an endum.
0: addendum, addendum,
1: addendum. And I therefore say front kicks, side kicks, roundhouse kicks, endogiri, savat kicks, spin kicks, high kicks, low kicks, spinning wheel kicks, drop <laughs> kicks, elevated or from the basement, big boots, little boots, etc.
0: All remain legal. So, what can you uh, differentiate a crescent kick and a super kick? Very easily. A crescent okay. kick comes
1: uh, where you're through the adductor, okay, and kind of spins around a little bit. And
0: that's something that a tribunal would be able to clearly say. I'm sorry, that was clearly a I crescent think, kick, yeah, not I a can, super kick.
1: If a uh, Mr. Blackman's available, I would love to have him sit on the board of uh, kicks and devastating maneuvers.
0: Well, what if, because I get it, right? But wait, the, real the, fast, the, too. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, if you watch Awakening Dallas, see why on Awakening Dallas on Pro Wrestling TV is kind of a prototype for what we are and what our TV will become. But in the project pick, chaos ensued, and Power Punch, Vinny Pacifico, was grabbed from behind by Abraham Khan. Kahn. No. Yeah. He's like, hey, get over here, because they're you know in the middle of a fight. Yeah. Vinny, out of pure instinct, turns around,
0: super kicked him. Super kicked but, but it but it's a project pit, so chaos is allowed to ensue.
1: It did, but the referee saw it. Ooh. So
0: therefore Vinny
1: Pacifico was exiled. So as he Vinny Pacifico was being pulled out of the ring exiled. by the projects at Ringside, he's yeah, gotta yeah. go. He's screaming, he's like, I didn't know, I don't you know, he's <laughs> losing his mind. Get this, get uh-huh. this. Poor Abraham Khan just got his head kicked in. He's, he's down. He's
0: out. He may not then, be up for days.
1: Yeah. Then Ryzen goes in the ring, sees a prone victim. Guess what happened? He covered him. One,
0: two, uh, three. Because
1: he, he got super kicked. He, of course. Because the super kick worked. It worked. As it, it's now, almost like I'm doing the f- business a fucking favor. Now, what if
0: what if you took, because I got it, right? Because super kicks, Tope Suicidas, Canadian Destroyers. Yeah, well, the they, Canadian
1: Destroyers basically. Uh, I'm going to build up to Ricky Morton sliding in and hitting that on me for the place to go absolutely crazy. (laughs) Spoiler. Spoiler. That's gonna happen. But guess what? People are still gonna go nuts. You're gonna go
0: bananas. (laughs) Now, okay, I have when I look at those band moves, because I got it, like it's like those are moves that uh at one point in our in my wrestling fandom, uh, were just the most devastating of devastating moves and, and spectacles of all spectacles, and now I've seen, I see all those moves multiple times in the show. So Kickouts, it's crazy. My thing is, what if you said those moves are outlawed unless they finish a match? Hmm. Meaning, hmm. if you finish the match directly after the move, if you super kick a man and can pin him, you are not exiled because you use the move effectively. However, if one is able to kick out of your super kick, you are absolutely exiled. Therefore, therefore a competitor has to make a very deep choice if they're going to use that move.
1: Isn't it amazing what people can accomplish when they have a discussion? Right. Like maybe you didn't agree with me, and maybe I didn't agree with you. Maybe we had a dis- we're we're friends, we're cool. We're cool. We're allowed to, you know, have opinions. Yes. If opinions it, vary, but then by bringing that up to me, your opinion, which I may not have agreed that the way you told me it. I'm like that is a very good idea
0: because I don't discount what you're saying, right? This is this is what Bill Watts said, and when in WCW he outlawed the uh, throw over the top rope and stuff like that, it was that like, well, sense. no, it's you know, if the referee doesn't see it, it's going to add story elements to it. But it was annoying as a fan to watch. It was like, why would why would that now? Over the top rope and Canadian destroyer are two completely separate mm-hmm. things, but the psychology is more what I'm commenting on. And I was thinking about it. <laughs> I should Bill Watts seeing Canadian destroyer <laughs> and kicking out of Canadian destroyer. Who's on the apron? It's <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part of the ring. But then I was like, okay, because the problem is that these moves aren't as serious as they once were, and that's what ultimately this is a commentary on 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 that. And I go, okay, well, what if? What if, to reflect that commentary, we don't lose the message, but also we really add that story element to it by saying, okay, if you hit a Canadian destroyer and you can pin a guy right after it, one, two, three, the match is over. But if he kicks out, you just lost by disqualification. That's a, a very heightened, dramatic device, I think. I think we can get there for sure. Yeah. I. Tobey Suicide, I'll give you.
1: Yeah, oh, man, everybody does it. I'll I, give you tope
0: suicide no topa suicide I'm fine with it's
1: you can you can moon salt you can front flip you if can your dive if, you if, can low pay because people are like oh scenarios with no he went through the low rope
0: right that's different
1: you can quadrte a moon salt you can tell off the top rope big splash you can you know 450 Phoenix but you can do anything but just head first through the middle I don't even i'm not even objecting to the cannonball through the second rope but then again too many people go they love to see the dqs now they're waiting for them. <laughs> like that. I love it.
0: I do think, I mean, who knows? The, you know, life is long. <laughs> there can be exceptions to those rules. I think if, for instance, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson were ever a part of CYN, I think he could be allowed to do his Tope Suicida because it's incredible. Yeah, it's the best. If the Usos ever show up in, in CYN, I think I've never had a problem with an Usos Tope Suicida. I think no. those would be my. Was super
1: those those great too. Those
0: would be my, my goal. Like, let those guys do it, but let them let them maybe maybe you say we if sign I'm, them and they've negotiated I'm fortunate
1: enough they have a brian danielson <laughs> on my roster they can
0: you know i'll i'll allow it that would but, be great and what a great story that would be they were like look we got Ryan Danielson in, but this is a mainstream star, and he makes mainstream star demands, and he insisted in his contract that he was allowed to tope. He had,
1: like, yeah, he had some like, smug agent yeah. like, like, waving a pen at me.
0: Green M&M's only, <laughs> yeah. and tope <laughs> We really got to do it, guys. Yeah, he's going to bring the house. He's going to bring the him. house. We got to... <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Well, I'm glad. I feel like we, we made some movement yeah. there. I think, too, as...
1: You know, this continues to establish again. People don't still don't know what this is, so we can roll with this for a while. But then, you know, the tribunal in a year hereby dictates mm-hmm. because of this action that this move is legal only if it results in a victory.
0: So I, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Then, well, think, and will you call that like some kind of like maybe like the not Sam addendum or yeah. something like that? Could I get some kind of credit would, on that?
1: I'll, I'll probably initial it <laughs> <laughs>
0: some sort of NS, yeah, Ford.
1: Doctrine NS 1432.
0: (laughs) That would be great. Um, Okay, sixth rule the fight isn't with your opponent, it is with yourself. That's That's very heady. Yeah. Very heady. Whatever. You know? (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
1: It is. That's life, though. And that's like, yeah. It's just kind of clever, but if you don't think it's cool, you think it sucks. So whatever. Whatever. That's the kind of fight is with yourself. I get
0: it. Seventh rule fight will go on as long as they have to. Sanction matches, matches <laughs> hit their time. <laughs> yeah. People got people got you know tied up, and I feel like um, like there get, was a grain of humor put into this list that, that very I'll, much so that a lot of people would not. get. People will I know, want, it, and it's funny because we go back to like you're the you're Derek Bateman, and people will I not am, they will not allow who's you. Who's the
1: best pro wrestler of all time? Andy fucking Kaufman, guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, all right, <laughs> like like they won't allow you to be like. Like, the the possibility of maybe... Like, I took that as fairly tongue-in-cheek.
1: Very much. The one thing I don't like about when I wrote that rule, and people were like, ah, I don't know if you say it like that.
0: You're exposing I the think, business, kid. That was
1: it. Yeah. 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 And I was just like, I think I have to just... It can go either way. You know, butterfly effect. What would happen if I didn't say that? Would I be... Would
0: CYN be gold plated and worth eight billion dollars by saying? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. So, you know, yeah. would the f- Maybe that's f- what stop the my pillow guy from investing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like they're supposed to business. I'm not getting involved in there. <laughs> 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 um And then eighth rule, if you want a hashtag control your narrative, you have to fight. Yeah, if you want goes back that- to fight club. I get it. Yeah. I but that is also
1: too like when we do the live events and we call them awakenings, you know, we always tell somebody's story in the beginning of the show and they always seem to get jumped from behind by just a random bad guy. But like you tell their story, you introduce them to the people, you allow them to talk, tell who they are. And this is real story. And yes, I, I bring them out with a bag over their head cause they're blind, but this yeah. is their awakening. So they wake up to who they are. And you know, if you want to control your narrative, you have to fight. You do have to fight. If you want to become who you're supposed to be, if you want to live your life, if you, it's not just always a fight in a ring. It's it's a fight every day to, and this is maybe too esoteric, but to truly ascend and become. And at the end of the day, this message is fairly positive. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of satire and there's a lot of like maybe too deep thinking, but the message and what it resonates, it is positivity and it is finding yourself. And I think people have lost that and that motivation and that urge and that will and hopefully through this they find it or hopefully through this they take their family and they go to a cool show and it's a lot of fun or hopefully through this they, you know, have something to brag on on the internet when they live their hive minds and live as algorithms into the conform conformity of the society that is bestowed upon them. Like, whatever happens as long as you get something out of that like this is what you want it to be
0: yeah yeah and i mean the other thing about the rules is you're now in the business of trying to create something that reflects you know what your crazy brain has thought of with all this deep meaning and stuff but also there's probably going to be some kids that just showed up because they heard braun Strowman was there you know what i mean like Like, they've got like it's got to be both right
1: and i'm almost thinking too how about what makes a show different if a, a parent, uh, hey, you know, SmackDown's in town, and they go in and they don't know anybody, what can catch them up to who these people are? I'm almost taken back to like a playbill. You know, you show yeah. up at a CYN show, like, oh, bro, there. I know this guy. Oh, this guy's got, you know, oh, I got free tickets off the radio station. But then you just have a little thing that clues you in, and you read it in three minutes. And like oh, Maybe I can get that signed. But like, then you know everybody.
0: Is, yeah, I think, and that's missing. the other thing. If it's cool, if it looks cool, a little glossy or whatever, then you do get it signed. You collect yeah. it. You, yeah, oh, shit, yeah, if it's
1: glossy, it's gonna cost me more money. I don't know about. That.
0: You know what you do then? Make it retro. Make it old school. Right, Xerox on a piece of paper. Fight like Club way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stripped down. That's what we call it. Uh, Stripped down.
1: let well, try to tell this to our guys and girls and others. Like co- overcomplicating what we do, every time you're seen, every time you go out there, whether you're established huge on television or nobody knows you, more than likely it's the first time everyone's seen you. So you can be consistent with who you are and you can be your initial stage for a long time. You don't always have to overthink and I have to do everything different. Like You can establish who you are constantly and only after you're established over a long form period of time, does these cool things like false finishes and kickouts and, you know, ducking this and moving out of that. Only then do people react to it and feel it because they're so conditioned to seeing it work time and time and time again. So, yeah, coming to CYN Show, it's introductory 101, and I think wrestling's lost the point of... How simple it is to introduce people to an audience that they don't know, and it's as simple as a 30-second vignette that's funny or clever or a minute promo or a playbill that says, this dude's got three kids, he lives in his car, if he doesn't win this fight, they're not eating shit. You better hope he wins. Yeah. And he doesn't. Like, you know... Yeah. We've... Far too overcomplicated it, and I thought, you know, maybe... With a pandemic, we could take a step back, to take three to four forward, but we didn't. Instead, we started doing you know more kicks and more dives and more. What are they called? Canadian destroyers. Canadian in, destroyers in front of fans that aren't in the building because we're in an empty arena. Like, why are we doing
0: that? I do like though that like you were like the problem is that things are too complicated, and then you come up with the list of rules that like it's like this feels very complicated. <laughs> 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 I don't disagree. I'm yeah. hearing it back. I'm like,
1: huh. But at the same time, I had to bridge the gap, but I think we're past that gap of free, the narrative, having no referee. Why does it have a referee? I got I don't right. know. Shut up. Just watch
0: it. Just, yeah. Look, well, our new thing does. I'm excited. Uh, because I think more wrestling is good. And I like uh new brains coming to wrestling. And I like the idea that you're sitting there and after, you know, all these years of you experiencing uh, so Much in this world that like you're taking it all and going like yeah what if what if the product looked like this, um, I'm and 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 you've got an incredible tour coming up. I mean the cities wow that you guys are hitting like it's if you go to controlyournarrative.com you can find all the dates. But I mean it's it's literally what is it twenty four dates twenty three to
1: twenty four. I know Atlanta venue is gonna switch. I don't know if the date remains the same. So yeah.
0: by the time this airs, hopefully it's still on there, but yeah. check it out. You can go to controlyournarrative.com for all those dates. And I guess the real takeaway is we're not uh we're not a political movement. No, you're what? not you're not What's you're what? not dog whistling anybody. You're you're just trying to put on some wrestling shows? Is yeah, that is that I'm what I'm I'm just
1: trying to put on wrestling shows and gas is 5 dollars a gallon.
0: <laughs> what am I going to do? Get... <laughs>
1: People won't give you the benefit of the doubt of humor. <laughs> yes. yeah. You know, you got to lean no. into it. And it's you, just about, yeah. Yeah. you have to be different. And if you like what you see already, then you're fine.
0: And where can people pro wrestling TV yes, pro wrestling is, is the spot TV where
1: is, uh app P R O W TV, pro If you can't find it, like, you know how to use the internet, but, uh
0: but it's like, a it's streaming
1: a- app, mm-hmm. but it's also a linear cable channel, so this would be, you know... Oh, you wow. Have, yeah, you have uh, whatever, Comcast and, like, Channel 17863. I don't know the numbers. It's pro wrestling TV, so it has a lot of cool and interesting content and kind of plan on being the uh, the tank of that network and the driving force. So. But if
0: you get the app now, mm-hmm. will you be able to see all the Free Your Narrative stuff? Yes, and the Free stuff the Narrative
1: to- 1 is available free the narrative two is available. Some unique, you know, promo content we've done a CYN awakening. Dallas is available now, which is kind of the prototype for how we'll do TV going to make it a little more traditional going forward. And then hopefully before the tour starts, all of our television that we filmed in the can, will begin to air in one hour formats called CYN arise. So, you know, one to two full-length matches, maybe some highlights, some vignettes, some promos, maybe some sort of our music video aspect, taking you on a wild ride through a main event, just something to be a little bit different because you need to be different. Plus, we're in a real and TikTok world. I think attention's—you just gotta keep it
0: going. Yeah, clips out there. All the comedians have their clips out there. That's gonna be—I mean, yeah, wrestling is everything's in in meme is the language meme. of the day. <laughs> You got to get you got to get you got to get your memes out there. You got to get your uh, gifts. Fuck, you need some. Somebody. You got to find Lights, somebody to make retweets. you gifts. Yeah.
1: And I know who if you're a professional gift maker, hit me up. Uh what else? We got the tour starts 10/14 in San Antonio controlyournarrative.com or controlyournarrative.com/tour. Um and then I'm going to start announcing wild and crazy matches. And I honestly want people to tell me, "Hey, what fucking bizarre-ass match you want to see because we can probably make it happen. Yeah, Manifest your dream match or manifest the worst possible match of all time because, dude, like... And you're going to have,
0: like, big talent that's, that's specific to the locale. That would be my intention, very yes. much so. Very much so.
1: I yes. think that would be great. So, like, man, this thing... Having my phone off has been wonderful, so thank you for having me. Let <laughs> me get out of here and it's just going to be... Ding- yeah. And uh, it's cool. It's... It's fulfilling because, you know, being able to create something from nothing with people you love, care and respect for and to find a journey worth taking and a purpose worth having. Like I had a good career wasn't, you know, I didn't have the greatest top guy WWE run. I'm still in my prime. I still have the best look. I mean, look at me. I look fantastic. I am jacked to the gills. I was just thinking that. I am super jacked. And if you want to get super jacked, join.freeec3.com for my nutrition and training programs. Use code SAM30 for 30% off for life. I'm going to go make that in the car. But but, like, been a king, but I really want to be the king maker. And I think that's cool.
0: I love it. I love it. That's the right attitude to have, man. Maybe one more king run. But then The Kingmaker. The King I gotta, and The Kingmaker. I gotta, you keep, could, I gotta I mean, keep winning in
1: my own show until somebody beats me, and then they're over, right?
0: Look, <laughs> if you didn't start a promotion to put yourself on top, what'd you start a promotion for?
1: To build people. <laughs> no, and like that's actually a
0: real thing, because I didn't say it, but like we don't want to build
1: wrestlers. We want to build people. And as much fun and goofy and shit we had here, like the true reality of what this became is far more than i expected from a real human perspective and it's i'm very proud of the people i have around me and what we're doing
0: well i can't wait to see how it evolves frankly i think that's what it's all about it's a baby of a company seeing it into evolve into whatever form it's gonna take floating that's it it's, Big sack. It's about to. It's about to pierce that egg, though. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna October fourteenth. It's gonna suicide dive right. Into <laughs> it's it. gonna tope suicida into that egg. Boom! And the referee's not gonna see a thing. Nope. It's gonna pass. Well, uh, I appreciate the time, man. I appreciate you coming into the Not Sam Studio. Love it. And uh, I have to have you back sometime, man. Thanks a lot. I'll be around. Awesome.
1: Thanks for listening. Follow at NotSam on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Rate, review, and subscribe. This has been NotSam Wrestling. Not Sam.